the goal is to just have the gradual improvement and slowly take steps to make sure that you're getting there to achieve that bigger goal. A great way to identify your target conditions might be to reverse engineer. So meaning working from the end to beginning backwards. So that way you can identify how you would reach each step to fill in the gaps. So if you are having questions of like, well, I'm not really sure how I can get there. We'll look at it from the flip perspective of how can I get there from my end state and what I would have done in order to get there. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to episode 37 of the Online Creator Podcast. Today, I get to speak with Brooke Scott, a COO and integrator that truly lives her best life when working behind the scenes in the operations, systems, and funnels for clients. Her mission is to help others optimize and restore their business operations, foundations, without wasting time and money. Her approach to any task or project is to use lean fundamentals with the overall goal to keep things streamlined from the ground up. Listen into today's conversation to hear all things lean process and how to implement it in your business starting from scratch today. Welcome, Brooke, to the show. Good morning, Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. So, I know before we get into all things operations in your world, and we'll dig into Mm -hmm. that, I love opening up the podcast with the simple question, how have you leveraged your voice to build your business and brand? And maybe that looks a little different from the start of your journey to where it is now today. Yeah. So at the beginning, leveraging my voice was definitely difficult. So I got started about three years ago, and so about three years in now, but I was always afraid to leverage my voice and lean into expressing my voice because of my background in the corporate world and the roles that I had. And I never had that opportunity to go deeper into that and feel comfortable in that and be confident in that. So it's been a journey over the past few years, but over time I've gotten more aligned in my business and who I am and who I'm serving and my voice in general as my confidence has grown just in general. This year, my intention is to focus more on connections and opportunities to strengthen my voice as an entrepreneur so that I can, you know, further get more confident and be able to show up in the best way that I can for my clients. But it's definitely been a journey from, you know, where I got started and where I am today. Like if you were to ask me to have this interview three years ago, I would be like, wow, this is like a great opportunity, but I am terrified and I'm probably going to flake because that just seems so scary to me. 
and being on video or being on audio. And that just, it was just a whole different ballpark. But, you know, realizing like the authenticity that comes with it and all the things is, it's important, especially as a, an entrepreneur in this space to lean into that and leverage that for your business. So it's, it's been a long time coming, but I'm getting better and I'm getting there for sure. Yeah. And I love that you, because I know in the intro, I talk a little bit about your background and where you came from. I always mm -hmm. find it super fascinating to talk to people that have been in corporate because this online space is so unique and it's just so different than what we were used to, right? The structure of how you market and how you show up because you're working for a bigger organization. So how has your personality even played into that a bit? And how do you mm -hmm. show up now that you've worked on building up and exercising that muscle of showing up? How, yeah, tell me a little bit about that. So I love that you asked this question because I'm all about personality assessments. I feel like in the corporate space, it's not something that's ever really talked about that, you know, you're able to take these assessments and figure out yourself. Because I feel like when it comes to the corporate world, we show up, we clock in, we get paid, we go home. That's that's what life is. There's no, a lot of times there's no intention or purpose behind that. So in the entrepreneur world, it's like all about, you know, who you are and your alignment and your purpose and all of the things. So leveraging your personality into that is super important. So if you're able to take those personality assessments and be able to find out how you are hardwired, hardwired to show up for success and show up for your business, I mean, it's going to give you that valuable insight that you're looking for. And you'll just be able to show up a little bit more confident and you'll be able to understand yourself a lot more. I know that whenever I shifted and, you know, took these personality assessments and my shrinks, my Enneagram, all of those things. When I took those, I was like, this makes so much sense as to why I did this or why I thought that. And it gave me more of a perspective on the other side of things. Of, well, I thought that might have been wrong of me to think that or of me to have this type of ability or whatever. Not that I was doing anything negative. I'm just saying like in general, but it just gives you that different perspective on things. So now that you have leaned into your personality types and really kind of figured out where your strengths are, how has that reflected in your business and how you operate and how you run things? It's allowed me to be a lot more authentic when it comes to showing up as myself and showing up for my clients and being able to communicate that. So leaning into my strengths and, you know, capitalizing on that, not in a monetary way, but being able to say like, these are the areas where I can you know, perform the best or this is like, I'm an introvert and this is how I lean into that. And this is how I express my extrovert capabilities as well. And, you know, this is my Enneagram type and what that means and how I approach problem solving, how I approach stress, how I show up when I'm confident, all of the things. So I think it just gives you that different perspective of communicating back and forth with your clients. So that way everyone knows how to operate as a well-oiled machine and knows what to expect when it comes to how everyone's hardwired to show up. Yes, yes. And this has to impact on how people start building and scaling their business by hiring people, right? Like, is mm -hmm. this a conversation that you have with business owners or solopreneurs who are ready to scale their business and make their first hire? Because it should be if it's not. Yeah, like as far as like personality goes. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I talk about this all the time, like with my clients or, you know, if I'm on a discovery call or just in my content. I mean, I'm by no means an expert in those assessments at all. But I feel like just as being someone who's gone through it and has seen so much value that it brings to the table. I mean, it's something that I feel like everybody should lead into because it made me more confident. It made me be able to understand, you know, myself a little bit more, how I show up a little bit more and how I can succeed, how I can be the best version of myself, all of the things. I mean, it's not like a a woo-woo situation or anything like that. I mean, it it just, it is what it is. It's facts. And if you, you lean into that, who knows where it'll take you. So I'm, you know, just on the journey of listening to myself, listening to my energy and letting that guide me to wherever that may take me. And just, I feel like if you keep yourself from doing that or keep yourself not from like finding out your personality assessments, but keep yourself from the knowledge of that, you won't be able to grow in that specific area. So I feel like even just the understanding and awareness is super important. Well, it really does impact the way we show up and the way we work. And coming from corporate where it's so structured and they don't talk about that at all to now running your own business and leaning into that, we know, we know when we're lit up, like, I yeah. can't believe how fast the hours go in my office versus oh, yeah. the cubicle that I was in. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I would watch absolutely. the time and be like, hey, when's break? When's mm-hmm. lunch? Like, when do I get to get outside for some fresh air? Yeah. It's completely different and it's impacted and, and shown in so many yeah. different ways. So I love that you I mean, talked about that. We, I mean, we're here and we're doing this because we want to. Like, we have mm-hmm. more of a purpose when we're doing this for ourselves. So it's completely different than just going into the office, clocking in. Yeah, you might have work friends. Yeah, you might like what you do. And I mean, we're still in this, in the entrepreneurial phase, um, living a life first approach. So it's not by any means of having the mentality of like, oh, now I feel, you know, more in alignment with like my business or like what I do for work. And that's my entire life because it's not. My life is my life. My work is my work. But I want to be fulfilled in both areas. So I feel like just as an entrepreneur, you get that whole sensation of just like ultimate fulfillment when it comes to your job. Yes, I couldn't say that any better than you just did. Before we lean into a little bit more about what you do with your clients and the work that lights you up, tell me now that you have really over the past three years worked on showing up, how has that looked? Like, Have you been open and able to do more guest podcasting interviews? Have you been able to show up at virtual summits or, you know, because I'm not typically one that would raise my hand up and speak in front of the class. (laughs) If it's a small group, I'm totally good. But this whole Mm -hmm. world being in like representing ourselves and building our business and brand, we have to. And it's it's been something that I've been working on as well. So how has that changed and shifted? Are you showing up more? Like, what are the opportunities looking like now? Yeah, so I mean, I think it's something I've always wanted to do. But like I said, I've just been scared to even Mm -hmm. take those steps because especially being an introvert in general, but then not ever having the opportunity to practice or lean into that. So like you're also scared because you haven't done it before. That's definitely difficult. But I feel as I've grown over time, of course, there have been other opportunities. And I feel like even just having like discovery calls with new people for new clients is that's, you know, getting other connections and talking and leveraging your voice and being confident in your brand and all of the things. I think that gives you also like practice in expressing your voice, expressing, you know, who you are, what you do, all of the things. 
So I feel like just over time, it will definitely strengthen and will come to you. But as far as opportunities goes, I didn't really ever start really leaning into being purposeful and intentional with it until probably the past year. So like my focus for 2023 is to really be intentional with collaborations and networking and speaking and showing up and expressing my expertise and being confident in that. Because I mean, I, as an introvert, I've been in situations where it's like, man, I wish I could just like, I wish I was the one who was on the TED Talk or I wish I was the one leading this webinar or whatever. Because like, I know that I can and I know that I have this value, but what's you know, what's stopping you? It's the fear. It's the haven't done it before type situation. So it's what I'm working on right now is just showing up and practicing that. So over the past couple of months, joined the collective that we're both a part of and just been connecting with other like-minded entrepreneurs and talking with them and whether that is, you know, having an opportunity to be on their blog or them feature on my blog or have a podcast or do a webinar or whatever. I just want to be able to practice showing up as me, as who I preach in my content, because I mean, it's one thing writing a blog or posting on Instagram, and then it's another thing speaking about all the things. And speaking is not my specialty. I'm not strong by any means when it comes to it. I'm very terrified, like even right now, shaking in my boots right now. But I mean, it's something that you do have to practice and you do have to, you know, lean into at some points in time for your business to develop and improve and move the needle. So I'm just in the process of improving all of that right now. And I think what's just important for me right now is just keep showing up and doing my best, not forcing it. I think a lot of that goes back into the, you know, letting the energy guide you, not from like, again, not like a woo-woo situation, but I'm saying like, you have to listen to how things feel and you can stop and you can shift and you can lead into something else and it's totally okay because it's your life and you have the control. So I'm just really being intentional about following that. And if it feels good, great. If it doesn't, awesome. I don't have to, you know, be on live Instagram like ever. I mean, if I want to, great. But like, if it doesn't feel right, then I'm not going to do it. So just stuff like that. That's kind of how I'm trying to show up right now. Well, I'm like, you're doing fantastic. And honestly, I always tell my clients, your first few episodes are going to be terrible. Don't expect anything Mm -hmm. than what it is, because it's just one of those things. I think there's, I can't remember who it is, but he's like a a really big YouTuber and he helps other develop YouTube channels. And he said, your first 100 videos, you just have to get them under your belt. It's like anything. It's like your first 10 blog posts, you just have to start writing, Mm -hmm. right? So it's one of those things. But I think gently and when I say the word gently I really do mean that gently and nudging ourselves to try things is okay but forcing it is not so we know where we want to show up and where we're comfortable and who we want to talk to and that's the other thing and I think it's just it's super fun to try and that's why we're in the space too it's all about experimenting it's trying new things and seeing what uh, lights us up and what where we're having fun with so Thank you so much for sharing that. So you work with clients in building lean processes. That's one piece of what you do. Can you talk about what developing a lean process or an improvement routine in your business looks Mm -hmm. like? Because I think it's so valuable. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to give you an example. We can kind of like walk through as far as like a specific lean process improvement routine. But in general, the concept of introducing 
quote, lean approach or process your business operations and development means that you're implementing strategic routines that closely evaluate performance and progress through specific ways of thinking. So lean is an approach to cutting out the wasted time, efforts, energy, money, space, all the things that's padded into your business so that you can achieve the maximum efficiency that you're looking for. One example of a lean process improvement that I practice all the time, and I'm sure other business owners practice this as well, they just don't have that knowledge of what it actually is, that is an actual strategic process, is the practice of PDSA. So PDSA is a research-based improvement routine that gives you the ideal state through focusing on short, rapid states of improvement or consistent and steady growth by implementing change and continually adjusting until you reach that ideal end state. So it's really focusing on optimization in general. So for example, let's just say you want a seamless onboarding approach or onboarding process and implementing the connections and emails and triggers and all the things, you know, that need to happen in that process piece by piece is you actually using that PDSA improvement routine because you are on that consistent path to your ideal onboarding process. So just to break that down a little bit further to explain what PDSA is, each letter is a different uh, piece of the routine. So think of it as like a piece of a pie. It's a circle. So in the top right quadrant, you have plan. So you plan the test of change and the data collection. And so you're planning, you know, what needs to happen. The next in the lower right quadrant would be the do. So the D part, you do that test of change and collect the data. So you're doing the things that need to be done and implemented. Then you move to the bottom lower left quadrant, and that is the S, so study. So you want to study and evaluate the results of the test that you did in the do phase and see how that is developed. And then you really just want to take that period to really evaluate and see how things, you know, went. And then the last piece is the A, which is the act. So you act on what needs to happen next. So it's a continual process around this revolving pie, basically. So it's, it's, a, it's a circle. I can definitely give you a visual map for this, but it's just a continual process of taking things by, 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 by in each area to be intentional. That way you can optimize in the most clean and effective way. This is something that I use all the time when it comes to optimization of processes or things, you know, that you're doing in business because once you've completed that first round, I mean, you're not done. You have, you could prop, you can do this as many times as it needs. You know, you, sometimes that might take you doing this PDSA routine like 15 times to be able to get to your future state. But each time that you're completing that, you are taking the step up the ramp. You are making continual improvement to get to your end state in a way that is intentional and aligned with how you're showing up, how your business is, all the things. So you, you're just at your next ideal state. The intention is to just keep doing it over and over again so that you keep leaning up, keep refining, and you get to your ideal state and your future state faster. But like I said, this is something that I'm sure other entrepreneurs are utilizing in their business. They just don't know what it's called specifically. So I know that right. there are other people who optimize or they, you know, show up in this sort of fashion for their business, regardless of what role that they have. But there are areas where you have to clean things up or plan or do this and that in order to get to here. But you don't necessarily know like the actual, like you're doing a, 
an actual strategic process in the path to get there. So I think it's just important to kind of communicate that and give the educational piece behind that so people understand like, oh, this is actually like a strategic routine. I'm actually being intentional. But letting them know that these are the ways that you can target that even better. So that way things are a little bit more lean. You're not wasting any extra time or money or efforts or platforms or whatever in the whole entire process. So that's that's oh, yeah. an example. I could have used you in my first year and a half for sure because <laughs> I went through all that process like so many times. And then you start like looking at how many platforms you have and why yeah. do you need them all and what are you paying for? I'm going to let you in on a little secret, private audio feeds. This means you can take the audio from content you've already created and share it with your paying customers. With Hello Audio, you can create private audio feeds in minutes. Check out the show notes for the link or go to helloaudio.fm for more information. So this might be a silly question, but... Where does someone start? Because I could see you using this PDSA Mm -hmm. strategy or framework in every part of my business, right? Because we wear so many hats. So Mm -hmm. when someone comes to you and says like, I need to, because everybody should really lean out what they do, especially if you're a solopreneur and you are wearing all the hats, like you really do have to streamline processes quickly in order to be able to utilize your time. Because again, we're designing this business so that we don't have to work 24 seven in our office at home because we left that we're done that we're creating this new business to have time freedom to create a life that we want to live like you said before so where do you start like a client's business and go okay like let's let's take a Mm -hmm. look yeah so well first off the way that I probably get hired the most times is coming in to clean something up or to do this kind of piece. So definitely not a silly question. It's something like I approach all of the time. But for getting started with this type of approach in general, so like lean specifically, there are tons of different techniques you can use. But for this one that we just talked about specifically for PDSA, what you would want to do is just take some time to outline your current state of where you're at right now as far as your performance metrics, behaviors, goals, whatever, and just get really lean as far as like where can I start? Like, what's one thing I can do now? And then what is my future state? What do I want this to look like in the end? That way you have your starting point, your end point, and then everything else, if you just implement and move around the circle, complete one phase, you've then taken the step up the ramp and now you are making improvement to get to your next ideal state. So you can start small, but you want to have an overall idea. Like I said, okay, I want to fix this or I want to be able to do that before you can even get started. So definitely just have the understanding first. Um, And then of course, like one probably minimal step that you can take. And then from then on, just plugging and playing as you go. But once you've identified that, you're able to put it into practice and start implementing. And then once you've reached your first target condition, meaning once you've completed it the first time, again, just repeat it as many times as you can as needed. I mean, if it takes one or two times, great. That's awesome. If it takes you 10 to 15 times to clean up, lean up or, you know, whatever may have you for this specific routine or 
process or whatever you're trying to accomplish, that's totally fine. Everything is going to be specific to a specific person and custom to that specific person. The goal is to just have the gradual improvement and slowly take steps to make sure that you're getting there to achieve that bigger goal. A great way to identify your target conditions might be to reverse engineer. So meaning working from the end to beginning backwards. So that way you can identify how you would reach each step to fill in the gaps. So if you are having questions of like, well, I'm not really sure how I can get there. Well, look at it from the flip perspective of how can I get there from my end state and what I would have done in order to get there. So going through the journey of almost like Mm -hmm. every department and starting with one Mm -hmm. in your business and seeing whether it's client experience or, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that also brings up another technique that I also talk about as well as by implementing cascading metrics, if you're thinking about it from a department's perspective. So with cascading metrics, it's a top-down or bottom-up approach. You start with your mission, vision, and values, whether it's at the top or at the bottom, and then you work your way back. So you're working through, like, for example, you would go down to your financial or metrics division, and then you would go into like department-specific or operations, and then you would get down into like goal-specific for your team, and then you get down into goal-specific for you and what actual tasks you could do. And if you have all of those laid out in your cascading metrics, you can see how all of the individual tasks that you're doing are connected to each individual step. So how, what tasks are affecting your team, what your team's doing to affect the department, what the department's doing to affect your financials, what that is doing to affect your mission, vision, and values, and how everything is connected and streamlined to your bottom line. Oh my gosh, Brooke, I need you on my team. <laughs> when you start talking all of this, I'm like, I totally get you, but this is like not my level it's, of expertise. And that's why it's, it's so important, right? right? Yeah. Well, no, but it's really important that we tap into people that are experts in their field because we can't do all the things. And when we can get yeah. set up where we understand like all those important things that you just said, I can't even wrap it up in a nice bow because it's just, it's so important. And and I can just see how you're just like, clearly can be like, I can jump in and see and reverse engineering also is like a key Mm -hmm. part of, I think almost everything we do, right? Like whether it's our client journey Mm -hmm. or whether it's like our mission and vision, like you said, like, where are we, where do we want to be and how do we work back up to that? So I think those are all valid points. If someone wants to learn more from you about all of these strategies to implement in our own businesses, where can they find out more about you? And I'm sure like you have so much good content out there. Where can people find you? So I'm probably on all social media platforms, but I show up the most on Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram. It's at ops.analyst.brook and Brooke is spelled with an E. So that's where you can find me probably the most. And then, of course, at my website, which is www.agency23. And it's all spelt out. So there's a ton of letters in there. Sorry. It's in .com. So that's where you can find all of the most up-to-date like services or how you can connect with me. And then I have a blog that's going out on a weekly basis as well and a newsletter. So if you're ever looking for more tips and tricks for optimization or want to get more nitty gritty with lean, definitely ask me questions. and I will, you know, either do some featured content around that or connect with you one-on-one about that specifically. Sometimes I try not to get too 
analytical or in the weeds when it comes to lean because I don't want to cause confusion or just put things out there that people are like, huh? Because you have to take a step back and take some time to digest when it comes to kind of this type of stuff. So if you're looking for that type of stuff more specific, definitely reach out and ask me and I will be more than happy to help you. Well, and I'm sure you've learned so much just from your client experience already and what people are like, where they get hung up and where they need support. So I will definitely be checking out your blog and jumping yeah. out to your newsletter because I need to. I That is the part of my business that I just struggle with all the time because it's I'm having fun with the creative, working mm. with the clients, the strategy, like all of that amazing stuff. And like I got this down pat, that section. It's like, OK, how am I? Yeah. What are my numbers? What does this look like? And do I have a strategy and system in place to make sure that mm. I'm following something so that I'm achieving the outcomes that I want to in the leanest way because again right. don't want to be here all the time in my office right absolutely but I feel like what's good to understand as well when it comes to when you're having those thoughts is that systems also aren't like a bad word and it's I, I promise it's not complicated so don't let you know any of that kind of like hold you back from even getting started because it can be simple but when I say like all these things with lean and I know that it can be confusing it's meant to help you it's meant to for sure keep you lean it's meant to keep you efficient and all of the things so oh, it just it's just just need to have a conversation basically around it yes no we yeah. absolutely do and that's why I was so excited to have you on to just start that conversation because I think a lot yeah. of us put it off right the things that we yes. that scare us a bit we just tend to put oh, yeah. off and and I mean, really hello, me being on this podcast and just podcasts in general, like, right? I mean, waiting for three years because of fear, you know, yeah. instead of leaning into something. Isn't so crazy, yeah. right? How all know. these things like just keep hanging us up. Okay, before yeah. I let you go, I love doing a quick lightning round. It just is a fun way to get to know who Brooke is a little bit more on a different level. So I hope that's okay. And yeah, I like mean, fun. I'm fun. I'll do my best. I'll, I'll do fun. my best. It'll be fun. Okay. Um, I love asking, how do you shake off a stressful day now that you've built this business yourself? How do you shake it off so that you can show up the next day still like positive and upbeat? And because the times that me and you have had conversations, I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh, Brooke, you're a ray of sunshine. How do you keep showing up like that? It's difficult for sure. I mean, I'm not going to say that it's easy. I'm not going to say that every single day I'm a ray of sunshine ever. But I think when it comes to just having a busy day, I think all of that stems back to like my planning and how I set up my week and how I set up my days. So typically on the weekend, I know we're not supposed to work on the weekend, but sometimes I like to do a little planning session for the week ahead. Or if I'm not able to during the weekend, I definitely don't hold myself to that. It's not like a strict thing. But sometimes on Monday, I'll take some time to set aside, okay, what are my intentions for the week? What do I want to focus on? What deliverables need to be met with clients? Where can I show up here and there? That way I can kind of gauge what capacity I need on each specific day because I know some days you're needed 100%, some days you're not needed, and you just want to make sure that you're able to put your energy into the buckets that it's needed. So I it goes back down to my planning phase, but let's say I have a random busy day that I didn't plan for and I'm super stressed out in order to show up for the next day and be like positive, it just... It's me just closing things at the end of the day, maybe laying down, playing on my phone, whatever. And then I think it's, it goes back to like my intention and purpose with this business is that 
it's something that fills me up and it's something I like to do and it's something that I enjoy showing up for. So it's a little bit easier definitely to get up in the morning than I would like if I were to go clock in somewhere else because I want to and I get to and all the things. So I think it's just a reminder that I'm, I like take that, that moment of like, man, this is super stressful, but you know what? I'm very blessed to have this opportunity and I wouldn't want it to be any other way. And I'm just so glad that I get to do this from home and I'm so glad I get to be flexible and all the things that come with being an entrepreneur. So just giving that myself a little reminder on the hard days that it is worth it. And the next day I'm able to show up in the way that I can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you a book reader? Are you an audiobook? Are you a podcast like listener? What what do you do for entertainment or for self-development? Yeah, a little bit of everything. I don't think I'm a like consistent person when it comes to reading or a specific podcast. I think I'm definitely more of a hobbyist when it comes to that. But when I am being intentional with development in general, I'm always investing in courses or always investing in different coaching opportunities that I can dive into and probably get more tangible results. But I do some light reading here and there, listen to podcasts as I can. And then anything outside of that would just be a hobby for enjoy my life, enjoy like my downtime and all of that. So. Yeah, that's important. And I need to do a better job of that as well. I need to just I think we read all do. for entertainment, <laughs> right? Like I'm constantly like, yeah, learn, mm-hmm. learn, learn. And last question, what are you most proud of since you've started this journey of building your own business? What are you most proud of? I'm proud of being able to understand myself because I feel like that's something that I didn't know jumping into this. I didn't understand myself in a way that I do now, speaking to my personality, speaking to how I show up, how I can like, if I'm sitting here and I feel some sort of way, like I, I know why, you know what I mean? It's being able to read my energy, not in a different type of way, but like being able to listen to my body and not just listen to it and understand that, but then, okay, my body needs rest. I'm going to go rest. My listening to that and taking action onto that. So yeah, I would say that that's probably like the biggest area of growth and thing that I'm most proud of is being able to identify, understand, learn, be open-minded, still stay in that continuous cycle of always learning and always looking for improvement in any of these aspects. I mean, we can always show up better. So I'm just, I'm proud of myself for learning that and just being open-minded and continuing to listen to myself and trust myself and allowing myself to be okay with shifting and changing and adapting and not getting down on myself for any of that because that it's just life, you know? It absolutely is. And that's the part of our journey is trial and error and having fun. And what an amazing opportunity we have in this online space to be able to meet the people that we meet, work Mm -hmm. with the clients that we get to work with and try and lean into the parts of business that really light us up. And I'm so, so glad that we've had the opportunity to meet Brooke. And I can't wait for others to take a look at all the great content and value that you bring into your world and to hopefully adapt into theirs because that's what business is all about is learning, trying, and setting ourselves up for success. So like you said, when we are having those days where we're a little bit less energy, that we can lean into that and be allowed to take some time for ourselves because if we don't, we really don't set ourselves up for success. 
if you don't fill up your cup first, mm-hmm. you can't pour into others. hundred so. percent. Couldn't say it any better than that. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. You definitely made it easy and I felt a little stressful and nervous coming into it. But, you know, through the process, I've been able to relax and it's just been a good time. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. That's perfect feedback. That's what I wanted to hear. Thank you again. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.